headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thanks for joining us, America. We're so glad you're here. The phone number is 888-825-5225. That's 888 888- 825-5225. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Uh, Sula is on the line in Hartford, Connecticut. Hey, Sula, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Um, first of all, thanks so much uh, for the work that you do. Um, I've been following uh, Ramsey Solutions for a while now and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and I'm really, really happy with um, you know the results that I've seen following what you've guys what you guys are putting out. So thanks again for what you do. Well, thank you. And I think I butchered your name. Pronounce it for me. It's Salah. 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 Okay. I'll get it right. Sorry about that. Okay. What's up? Tell me what's going on. All right. So um, with some background, I'm 22 years old. I graduated college. Um, I got married a year ago. or Yeah, about a year ago. And um, I've got a baby on the way, which has been kind of the driving factor in getting my affairs in order and wonderful um, yeah so i my big thing is um i you know i i know that i make you know definitely gross over a hundred thousand dollars a year but i'm just struggling with you know just balancing everything i feel like somehow some way the money's not stretching the way it should um Mm -hmm. you know i come from a family who definitely didn't make that much money and somehow things felt different so i always thought six figures would be that big number but it's just not what it's not what I thought it would be. It's not as much as it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> is it just you working, or does your wife work as well? Uh, my wife was working, but we uh, agreed that once we um, have a child, that she would uh, that she would um, be a primary uh, homemaker, and so she's not working now. Nope. Okay. Cool. Um, so tell me a little bit more about your debt to where you're feeling like this hundred k isn't what it used to be. Okay, so I uh, the primary debt that I had when I first started getting into credit cards, I would just you know get a zero percent interest and then uh, flip it onto a bet with a zero percent intro offer for a right. balance transfer, and I did that about three times. So how so much now, credit card um, debt do you have? So yeah, now I'm sitting at about uh, at six thousand in outstanding debt. That doesn't include the month to month cards that uh, I'm paying, but those are almost paid down to zero. Um, probably like a thousand between the three or four cards. Um, I pay those fully month to month, but the one, the two that are on zero percent interest, uh, those they end in March and and they're about six thousand. What's the total amount of the debt? All the balances the total combined. Total amount probably nine thousand five hundred, I believe. Okay. What else do you have? Uh, I have fifty five hundred in student loans that, of course, just started being uh due for repayment and my wife also has about ten thousand in student loans okay um how much on your cars again oh no cars we i'm a car guy so we own our cars outright okay what's your mortgage no mortgage i rent so wait a second how much is your rent fifteen hundred a month okay and how long how long ago did you start trying to follow our stuff a month or two it's been like three months but i mean i didn't really have much income to go off of Initially, I, I started, I'm an Uber driver. I have a full-time job uh, with my degree in, in effectively in, in IT. And I, uh, I also started Uber driving. Um, and I started kind of kicking that into high gear to try to get these credit cards paid off. And that's been my avenue. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Salon. So you're just getting started, and you've not really gotten the budget dialed in yet? No. That's really all this is, because I'm looking at a guy who makes $100,000 a year. You got $25,000 of student loan debt, or of debt, period. Um, Actually, less than that. So I don't think, it's a lot of debt, but I don't think it's the big fire and exploding thing that you think it is in your head. I think that if you guys get on a simple budget and you live on $80,000 instead of $100,000, you're knocking this debt out super fast. That's that's if you just, okay, we're going to we're going to cut back. But if you really got crazy, you'd knock this out very quickly. Yeah, beans and rice, rice and beans, a detailed okay. written budget on the Every Dollar app. You and your wife agree that we are doing nothing except eat and diapers mm-hmm. and electricity and pay rent. That's it. Nothing. We're doing nothing until we get this paid off. And $2,000 a month and you are free in one year. Yeah. You guys are newly married. You got a baby on the way. You guys have been spending a lot. That's that's what I'm yeah. seeing here. Well, and I, I'll add to this. I'll, I'll take up for you just a little bit. You live in a very high tax, high cost of living town. Oh, that's also true. Connecticut is the highest taxed state in the union, and uh, Hartford is a beautiful town, mm-hmm. very expensive. Agreed? Yeah, I just, that's kind of my big thing is, I know it's 100 gross, but yeah. I mean, after taxes, it's definitely not 100. And, and no, I know. Really yeah. I know it's not. Yeah. I know it's not, but you can do this. You can still live on. Even in spite of that, yeah. you can do this, Okay. This is doable in New York City. It's doable in L.A., and so it's doable in Hartford. And thankfully, you have a good rent situation, too, so that's good. So I think the thing is that the piece that will come to this is you and your wife are in agreement that for a short period of time, we're going to live like no one else so that later we can live and give like no one else, including super big time, take care of this baby. Mm -hmm. And so you have a new reason to delay pleasure that's right. and that's adults devise a plan and follow it and children do what feels good mm-hmm. you're going to do great yeah. so we're going to give you a, uh, a a gift to say uh congratulations on a new baby Woo-hoo! and help you get started on all this and we appreciate you following us on youtube and the gift is we want you to guys you and your wife to go through financial peace university and get signed up in the every dollar app mm-hmm. the world's best budgeting app and it'll break every one of your paychecks down for you. It'll show you how to use the baby steps exactly. Mm-hmm. And Financial Peace University will teach you the things you should have been taught about money but weren't taught. The things we all should have been taught about money but we weren't right. taught. And um, so we're going to give you every bit of that, and it's completely free. You hang on. Austin will pick up, and we'll get you signed up for that. Jade, one of the things we saw with the Every Dollar app, you've been doing some of these Every Dollar webinars, yep. is that um, – Showing people how to do the budget. By the way, you can sign up for those if you just go to everydollar.com slash budgeting, and Jade will, Jade will be doing those, and Rachel mm-hmm. Cruz and George Camel as well. Um, anyway, one of the things we're finding is, is we've always said it feel like you get a raise when you're on a budget. Yes. But we've actually found a piece of research that they said you, it literally is 10 to 15% a, a year. Yeah. Well, most people are finding $332 extra. That's just money that they were piddling away at Target, groceries. Yeah. They're able to find that money. That I mean So when you happen to your money instead of the lack of money happening to you, mm-hmm. the efficiency increases. Yeah, you get a raise. And you it'll feel like you got a raise. And then you don't use that raise to go buy a new car. So <laughs> what most right. people do, most people get a two hundred and thirty two dollar raise and go take out a four hundred dollar car payment to celebrate. 
No, 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 no. This is the Ramsey Show. Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone and they even have low cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. Thank you for joining us, America. Our question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Neighborly has 19 service brands nationwide and a network of local service pros. Molly Maid, Mr. Rooter Plumbing, and Mr. Appliance, just to name a few. Visit Neighborly.com to find available service providers near you. Today's question comes from Rachel in Florida. She says, I have a quick question. I just transitioned from baby step two. I have a little over 60000 in school loans. When I'm looking at my debt from smallest to biggest, do I look at the school loans individually, uh, which would make them a list of smaller loans, or should I look at it as a whole, which would put them at the end of my debt snowball? Yeah, I would look at them as individual because most of us took out, you know, a giant amount, right? But they blast them into all these little pieces. And generally, they have their own interest rates and all that. But And they have their own payment. They have their own payment. That when that one's paid off, that payment goes away. That's right. And by the way, yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Because let's say, oh, I have 30000 in student loans, but it's technically, you know, six or eight or 10 little micro loans, right? When you make your payment every month, a piece of that goes to every single one of those. So if you are doing a debt snowball, for instance, and you're listing them from smallest to largest along with your other debt, whenever you make your minimum student loan payment, that is satisfying all of those small loans. And then when you're ready to make an extra payment, you pick the student loan that's the smallest. You've a lot of times got to call it in and say, I want all of this money to go to the principal of this specific loan. Because if you don't do that, they're just going to consider that a pay-ahead payment, and they're going to split it up on all the loans again, and you're never going to make any headway. Right. So that's very important um, and a very good question. So yeah, list them in order as smallest to largest and do it like I just said, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, exactly. Because that way, see, when you eliminate that $3,400 one, mm-hmm. you don't have that payment anymore. Exactly. So your minimum payment goes down as well. And... Exactly, because your, your total of payments goes down. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the whole process, then you're getting the benefit of the snowball. See, the benefit of the snowball, folks, is that when you pay off a loan, the payment you used to have there is now freed up money, and it goes to the next one. And that gives you extra. You've got more disposable income to pay extra yeah. on debts every time the snowball rolls over. Mm-hmm. And you have this satisfaction of traction you're in a you're in a psychological feedback loop that says you're winning yes and when you have a sense of hey i'm I'm doing this exercise i'm following this eating regime and therefore i'm losing weight Mm -hmm. you've got a feedback loop there that tells you to keep doing it that's right and uh so that's a big deal that's a huge deal 
All right. Curtis is with us in Lansing, Michigan. Hi, Curtis. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thank you for having me. been a big fan for a few years now. Cool. How can I help? So I was uh, followed all your stuff, um, bought your book and everything about three, four years ago. I uh, got my car paid off, uh, all my credit cards paid off, and then I took probably about 50 steps backwards and stopped listening and kind of life hit me. And I, you know, quit my job, wanted a better job and went to school. So I just got done with school and um, just been working now for about two months at my new job. And I just kind of want to know, I got student loans coming up. Um, I got everything, all my bills set out for the month. And I'm only with the student loans coming up. Uh, I got to get a you know, car repair. Um, it's not looking too good for me. And I'm going back to school full time in January. Why? So, um, well, I, for my job, I kind of have to. It was kind of the um, kind of signing on. That was one of the requirements I go back. But you're you're not going um, into more debt, right? You're going to pay cash or figure out a way. They paying for it. So, so it's kind of difficult that part because uh, it's uh, I'm a firefighter, so I have to go back for paramedic school. And the townships they're in talks right now of paying for it, which we get right now a bonus every year of three thousand if I'm a paramedic. So it will kind of pay itself in the next few years. So yes, I'm going to have to make a monthly payment on it. I won't be able to take student loans out on that. So it's going to be about $300 a month um, on top of the student loans I actually owe starting next month. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. So hopefully they can pay it, but I'm not going to, you know, count on that. I'm just going to pay it monthly. But then I was wondering if I took a personal loan out or a consolidation loan, and just pay it all off and have one big payment? Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, no shortcuts that, that work, mm-hmm. and that, that one doesn't work. Doesn't, that doesn't help you. It actually hurts you. Uh, in general, you may okay. raise the interest rates. As a matter of fact, the loan, the thing where they're taking out of your pay for the paramedic school hadn't gained interest. True. Yep. And that loan would have interest. So mm-hmm. there's one part. And another one you got might be a lower interest than the consolidation loan interest is. And so net, 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 you end up paying more getting screwed over by one of these debt con solidation deals. So what are you making now as a firefighter? So for a, I'm a probation, you know, first year, uh, we start out at 46. And then the next four years, I would get a 10,000 increase and be topping out about 76, 78 after four years. And then we get, you know, little bonuses throughout the year, um, which that's not included in the, the 46 for the first year. Mm. How much student loan debt have you taken out total? What do you owe? So re- just 4,500. Okay. And then you mentioned a car repair. Is that is that it? Um, car repair. And then I am... Currently kind of behind on, um, but worked my butt off trying to get uh, everything caught up bills-wise. I uh, bought my house about five years ago. So I should, end of October, I should be all caught up on everything that I kind of got behind on. What caused um, you to get behind? Uh, just school, working, you know, by myself. Um, Screwing around, not of, paying attention. Pretty much. And yeah. then, you know... Uh, Two, two and a half years of schooling full-time and uh, that cause you to get I behind. 
You 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 had the yeah. ability, you were making money during that time. You could have paid your bills. You just weren't paying attention. Yeah. So you have got uh, to you've got yes, hey man, you you got to own this and you got to step up and step into it and say this ends today. I don't think it takes till October to get this mess cleaned up. I don't either. How far behind are you? So I am about two months behind on like my water, and it's just all been I've been you know got half of them up. So yeah. So you're doing fire. You're, you're on probationary fire. So you're doing twenty four on or, or forty eight on, forty eight off. Uh, twenty four on. Twenty four off or twenty four on, forty eight off. Yep. So it's twenty four on. 24 off, 24 on, 24 okay. off, right. 24 so off. So you have a lot of free time for your nice, juicy, extra job side us. Uh-huh. And I That's want you working all the time. Next. So should I, because I was thinking about getting a second job. Yeah, it's yeah. Not six so of them. About, but then I, would, I was wondering, because I can pick up a lot of overtime, and I also can do on call. Whatever's so going to make you more pays money. You more. Yeah. Okay, so gonna, I want you to work the all the time. Hey, are you behind on your rent or mortgage at all? Um, not not behind to where I'm like thirty, not even thirty days behind, so almost two months. But uh, this next paycheck, I should be all caught up until yeah. the next month. Your stress level's killing in, me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's been yeah. uh, yeah. So I just kind of picked myself up. You know, good, good. I'm glad. Okay, now decisions. that you picked yourself up, um, let's run. Let's run hard. Yep. Run hard, man. I want you to go make a bunch of money, as much money as you can make in the shortest possible period of time, legally and morally. I want you working all the time. And I don't want you doing anything but working and paying bills. I don't want you partying. I don't want you going on vacation. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't want you eating out. You eat at the fire station, and you eat cheap ramen noodles, peanut butter and jelly dude i mean you are getting out of debt you are sick and tired of being broke Mm -hmm. and you get fired up and wired up you can clean this mess up really fast Mm -hmm. you are kicking the can down the road again Mm -hmm. with some of this it's dragging out and dragging out and dragging out Mm -hmm. and i want you to lean on your supervisor they need to pay for this if they're requiring paramedic school they ought to pay for it that's right they ought to pay for it and I know the township has to approve it. Well, let me just tell you, you got a young firefighter here who's asking you to pay for it, and you're requiring it. You ought to pay for it. That's right. So step up. Push in. Push in. Push in. Push in. Hustle. Grind. Hustle. Grind. Push this out. Clean this mess up and get it behind you. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for being with us, America. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, Matt and Sarah are here. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing great. Welcome. Where do you guys live? Uh, Elmwood, Illinois, which is just outside of Peoria. Yeah, fun. Welcome to Nashville. Thank you. And how much debt have you paid off? Uh, about $200,000. Excellent. And how long did this take? Uh, about five years and four months. Five wow. years and four months. Way to go. And your range of income during that time? About 82000 up to about 124000 Ooh, way Very to go. Cool. What do you all do for a living? I'm a territory rep for an ag company. Mm-hmm. And I was an elementary teacher for six years, and now I stay at home. Yay. Cool. Very good. What kind of debt was this $200,000? Uh, it was about 40000 in student loans, and then the rest was our house. You paid Woo! off your house! <laughs> yes. Looking at weird all people. All right, all right. How old are you two? Uh, I just turned 29 yesterday. And I'm 28. And you have a paid-for house. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's wow. so whacked. 
Wow. Way to go. None of your friends do. No. Way to go, That's guys. That's cray-cray. It's so weird in such a good way. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. What's this house worth? Uh, it's about 300000 today. Excellent. Goodness. Very cool. And how much you guys got in your investments so far? Uh, just over 100000 Excellent. So you almost a half a million dollar net worth yes, already, sir. and you're not even 30. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> Boom. Oh, Boom. I love you guys. You're amazing. Wow. Oh, That's man. inspiring. So what happened? Five years and four How long y'all been married? Uh, six years. Okay. So you got married and said game on. How does that work? Yeah, I actually started before we got married. So during our premarital counseling, our pastor, Pastor Marty, just shared the struggles that people have with uh, money fights and money problems. And he shared you got you with us and gave us the book. And we left that meeting just determined not to be uh to have money fights or money problems not so to we, fall victim to what most people do yeah exactly That's very smart yeah and so we kind of left that meeting and uh we sat down we we really just budgeted and that became our our focus we sat down we budgeted every month we had our meetings uh i knew the day that we were looking at our budget and matt was like no orange juice we're not getting any more orange juice oh, we were cutting the budget matt went for the orange <laughs> juice line in the budget <laughs> yeah so we really looked at the budget and tried to figure out anything that we could cut and we just threw everything uh, at our debt so wow so how, how much orange juice were y'all buying dollar <laughs> 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 28 but yes. old matt got it i'm Look, just saying it counts, yeah. it counts. hey it all counts and that's really that's what right. we learned is if you can really find anything in your budget that you can cut and just throw that at the debt it goes that goes right. quickly yeah pretty amazing what happened to get this income up you went from eighty two thousand one hundred twenty four thousand, and you started staying at home so explain that a little bit yeah so well our income now is down to about uh eighty four thousand today with mm-hmm. her staying at home but okay during that time it was just gradual raises and then i took a uh promotion at work uh to become the, t- the sales rep mm-hmm. i was working in the factory but now i um got a sales rep we were able to move closer to home too that's awesome so, yeah, wow cool. so you got the freedom now to stay home you get to be yeah. the stay-at-home mom wow i love this at 29 years old <laughs> yes. 28 years old that's pretty stinking cool very cool very very neat yeah that's uh that, that's like too much common sense to be believed i mean yeah okay my pastor says the main thing people struggle with is money fights we're not gonna do that yeah well there you go yeah. so how many money fights have you had very few i'd say very rare few. <laughs> take out the orange juice none yeah, yeah exactly. okay that exactly. is great well it's different when you have money like it's different when you're both going on a trajectory and the the discrepancies or the arguments are more about how how can we get there faster right yeah. as opposed to you spent and no you spent like it's a very different feeling yeah mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd say that we you know i said we find any way that we could to save money and you know we were taking online a test to get ten dollars a test yes and we decided we had some woodworking talents and some crafting talents so we started a small business and you know we just tried to find anything that we could yeah to, um to just start paying off the debts oh, and, and that. now that we're out of it it's it's almost hard to spend money now i have to kind of <laughs> push her to actually spend money on but you know spend 20 bucks on buying something or buy that four dollar coffee or whatever get it's, you it's a, getting get that you mindset out yeah, yeah. Now, honey yes. i want you to get all the orange juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i like it that's, that's right. very good so what is next what do you you got a paid for a home no, not a payment in the world. Mm-hmm. How's that feel? It's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. It's hard to describe, but it's just awesome. There's no stress. No, that, that just like a weight lifted off your shoulders. And I think we we brought home our son, and you know, in a couple of weeks after we brought him home, we we paid off our house, and oh, you know, we're so sitting funny. there on the couch just looking at our newborn child, and we're like, wow, we 
we live and we own this house and mm-hmm. it just yeah. Yep. Great feeling. <laughs> and you're going to be freaking loaded <laughs> in a couple it. of years. Little boy, things are going to be okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like it. Well yeah. done, y'all. Thank you. Very well done. I'm with Jade. What, what's your first big thing now that you're debt free? <laughs> well, uh, right now we're just adjusting to the one income now, but uh, hopefully in the next year or two, maybe a big trip. Like we've always wanted to go to Alaska or back to Europe again. That's cool. so. yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You do both. <laughs> yeah, you got to <laughs> do, do it. Not or, both. <laughs> yes. Yep. You live like no one else. Now you can live and give like no one else. Exactly. You, you put yourself in a position to change your family tree, and uh, your kid is going to get to do things and see things you never thought you would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what's happened to us. It's pretty cool. And my grandkids now. Mm-hmm. Now they get to do stuff that would have completely was outside my realm of reality. I didn't even know it existed. Of course, it didn't exist, some of it. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. way to go, guys. Thanks. So proud of y'all. Very good. Who was bragging on you and cheering you on as you went along? Definitely our family has a big impact on us, and they showed us what it was to love and give, and uh, we're so excited to be able to do that now. Uh, We're even going to be teaching Financial Peace University. Uh, We start our first class on Monday. Thank you. uh, At our church. You'll be great coordinators. (laughs) We're very excited. Argue with me. I'm not even 30 and got to pay for (laughs) it. Okay. Mic drop. Mic drop. (laughs) Don't try it. Love it. Way to go. Yeah, my pastor used to say, a man with an opinion is, or a man with an experience is not at the mercy of a man with an opinion. I know that's. And you now have an experience, so uh, yeah, your everybody's opinions don't matter. You just grin and go, well, you just don't get it. (laughs) 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 Wow. Well done. Amazing. Well done. Thanks for teaching the class. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Of course. Good. Good stuff. All right. Now, when you're teaching the class, you're not even thirty years old. I'm gonna say it over and over so people hear this. You have a paid-for house. What do you tell them the key to getting out of debt is? Uh, for me, it was like not comparing to, to anyone else, not caring what anyone else thinks. You know, live your own life. Do it the way you, you're taught to do it or what's right in your eyes. Don't care about what everyone else thinks. Don't live up to the Joneses. Mm. Uh, for me, it was definitely budgeting. I think uh, I live with an ultra, ultra, ultra nerd, and like, he's <laughs> looking at the budget every night. And uh, so, He's at the orange juice <laughs> level of nerd. Yeah, That's a different him, level of yes. nerd. Micro. <laughs> And, uh, and for us, it was that, that budget and uh, taking time and having a meeting. And I think we grew so much together just having those conversations. And because he is the old trainer, I use that time to learn. And I did, ask did questions. Did you loosen him and, up? You know, yeah, of course. Good. He's the one that's Good. always trying to tell me to spend money. So now, I might be a little now. tighter. Okay. Yeah. Now that we got yes. there, <laughs> he, he's, a, he's task-oriented. Yes. Now we got the task yes, done. that's yeah. exactly yeah. right. It's in the budget now. We have the line item. It's in the budget. We yeah. have the freedom. Sure. We have to put fun in there. Now that's we have right. to do something fun mm-hmm. with that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Hey, we've got the Baby Steps Millionaires book for you in the Live and Give box, a uh, Financial Peace University membership. You'll be able to bless someone and have them come through your class, and you can give them a free membership that way. Same with the total money makeover book it's all the live and give box and uh just to say thank you for coming down and doing your debt-free scream we're so proud of y'all mm-hmm. you guys you. are a power couple man very cool you're amazing and you brought a little guy with you what's we his did. name his name's weston weston mm. is how old eight months and he's oh, got his debt-free scream <laughs> earphones on he yes. he's so dead. he's not gonna freak out hopefully <laughs> we won't, maybe he'll never he's know what happened scream, so. but we do have the video <laughs> of the day that his life was complete his family yes. tree was completely oh, changed yes. yes that's pretty cool we'll have that excellent stuff matt sarah and weston peoria illinois two hundred thousand paid off house and everything five years and four months making 82 to 124 count it down let's hear a debt-free scream three Three, two two, one one. we're We're debt-free yeah 
<laughs> he got through the earphones. He's screaming. <laughs> That's so fun. Well done. Hopefully, oh. hopefully we don't have any permanent damage there. That's his. That's his debt-free scream. <laughs> this is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Isaiah 26.3, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Jimmy Buffett, rest in peace. It takes no more time to see the good side of life than it takes to see the bad. There you go. A little Margaritaville for you. All right. Up next is going to be Laser. Laser is in New York. Hi, Laser. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, sure. I have a question. I recently uh, started listening to you guys, and I'm here in Baby Step 2, looking forward to 3 and beyond. And I'm wondering about the efficacy of investing in uh, mutual funds in the stock market based on many of the people buying from those companies are using debt to do so. The ethics of that? Correct. If I'm, okay. if, if I'm investing, putting my money into companies that are going to make me a make me a profit through people using debt, mm-hmm. if I don't believe in debt anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, that's you know, it would depend on what what level of, or what type of ethics you're talking about. Uh, for instance, uh, I've got a good friend who is Muslim, who has talked to me and taught me some of the things that the Quran says. Uh, and so if you're Muslim, there's very strict uh, usury rules from a religious perspective. Uh, usury yeah, being Jewish, anything having to do with interest. From Judaism. I'm sorry? I'm Jewish, and there's as well for usury with, with in, in, in the Bible. Yes, usury is in the Christian Bible as well, but the Muslim view of usury is anything associated with interest you're forbidden to participate in and that's not true of judaism and christianity it's just usury in judaism and christianity generally i mean there's a few different groups that might nuanced uh differently but but most of the time that uh my uh, that, that your tradition or my tradition are talking about usury it's excessive interest now i'm with you i don't believe in debt you know that you called dave ramsey and jade washar you're talking about debt we hate debt and we get people out of debt and we don't do anything at ramsey to put people in debt we don't even take credit cards in our online store you can only use a debit card because that would be very hypocritical in our case uh, uh however then i've gotten questions from other people that are once removed and yours is a little bit on that line so let's um let me think how to equate this from an ethics perspective. It's almost uh, like y- you are not in control of other people's behaviors and you can't control them. And there's no set of ethics that demand that you do. Mm-hmm. And so um, if someone buys one of my books with a credit card on Amazon, I can't control that. I don't have any. The only way I could control it is to not have the book on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, or I can't control it if they go to Barnes and Noble and use a credit card. Now it's it's humorously stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's not unethical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't but, see how it's different than using a credit card and getting credit card points of investing in the stock market and making profit off people other people's debt. Well, the the. Profit, for instance, let's just say, like, take Home Depot, okay? 
Home Depot makes their profit off of two things, the sale of uh, construction materials and hardware, and they have a huge operation called the Home Depot credit card. So some of Home Depot's profits are from the credit card division. And that would be true of almost every single company in America, for that matter, Mm -hmm. of any size that would be traded on the stock market. Uh, Certainly all the banks make money off of debt. Uh, That's their prime. Almost everything they make is off Mm -hmm. of debt. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, if you bought a mutual fund that bought Bank of America stock and Bank of America stocks went up, your point is that, you know, then my mutual fund has profited. But that's so many layers removed from me putting them into debt that I don't see the ethical pro- the ethical issue. If you do see an ethical issue, laser, I don't require that you do it. Um, and generally, when someone does that, they're doing it more on a religious basis than they are a pure ethics basis. Yeah. It's a religious ethics. And uh, that's driving um, – driving someone to that. And so, you know, another way, another example, that kind of similar question that we get into sometimes is uh, uh, investing, not investing in companies uh, from a Christian or a Jewish oh, perspective yeah. that are engaged in sin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so you wouldn't buy into a mutual fund if it bought um, uh, a liquor stock or a cigarette sure. stock mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. But that, Again, you, you know, you, you, it's very difficult to parse all of those things out and keep up with it. Because also, if I buy a stock from you mm-hmm. and you profit from me buying a stock from you, uh, that has nothing to do. That's like me buying a Chevrolet from you and you made a profit. Yeah. Or I bought a uh, some you, you collect shoes, the mm-hmm. Air Jordan shoes. I buy some of those and you made a profit. Mm-hmm. None of that profit went to Nike and none of that profit went to Michael Jordan. That's right. So if you don't agree with Nike and don't agree with Michael Do- Jordan, you and I doing that transaction does not send them a profit. Chevrolet doesn't make any money if mm-hmm. I buy a Chevrolet from you. Yeah, that's, that's uh, very good. Th- th- they made money on the initial sale of the car to the first person mm-hmm. down the line. But when so when you're trading stocks back and forth, uh, the person you're buying from is who's making the money there. Now, he is correct, though, in saying that the stock goes up in value based on the profitability of the company. Absolutely. And the profitability of the company is because people went into debt. That's right. That is a correct conundrum. Mm-hmm. That is a correct uh, ethical quandary that he's asking about. Yeah. I, I have not been bothered by me controlling other people's behavior. I have to control what I engage in, yeah. and that's my ethics. But I can't I can't make you do something in the name of my ethics. Yeah, that is a very it's definitely something it's it's an interesting thought to think about uh, at the very least. It's very conscious. Mm-hmm. It is very conscious. But I do. You know, I've been sitting here thinking about it and I really think it's um, you can't control other people's behavior. And I think that's the bottom line. Um, some people are going to buy things they can't afford and go into debt in doing so. And when that happens, yeah, that's going to make somebody's profits go up and their stock's going to go up. Um, But like you said, that's really good. It's so far removed from you. You didn't tell them to do that. No one told them to do that. No one caused them to do that other than themselves. It's kind of like this. The, the, um, you know, I can't buy stock in Pizza Hut because some of their pizzas are sold on credit cards. 
Okay. That's as nuanced as then you probably can't buy gas at your corner convenience store because they sell pornography. I mean, you could go, you could go down the line with that. You could say, well, I won't buy stock in Pizza Hut because it's a caloric food and it causes obesity and glutton, glutton. Ah, I mean, you could go. Is that what happened to me? (laughs) (laughs) Now I know. (laughs) It was a a victim. (laughs) I thought it was my fault. (laughs) Look, I mean, that's the thing. There's, you can go down that road in so many areas. I'm not making fun of you, Laser. Making fun of me, but yeah, Laser's Laser's got a valid. He does question of conscience. Mm -hmm. Don't violate your conscience. Anytime you're doing any investing or money transactions and money is a good subject area to test your conscience. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you another thing. Another reason you can't buy gas at the corner stock market. They sell lottery Lottery tickets. tickets. Ah, Yes. And that's the ultimate in gambling. And it's a tax on poor people because 80% of the lottery lottery tickets person purchased nationwide are purchased in lower income zip codes. Yeah. So, um, and the rest of them are purchased by people who don't do math. Yeah. And so, um, or can't do math and, or haven't chosen to do math. So that it, you just, it's hard to go to that level of jot and tittle to use an old King James phrase, uh, the, the well, minutia and the detail. Let's use um, it different. Well, it's, a, it's the minutia and the details, what it amounts to. If you go into the, 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 the nuance, it, it, you can get to yeah. legalism real quick. Well, yeah, and I you mean, don't want to get to legalism. Then you're looking at everything. You're looking at, you almost have to pick your battles because where things are manufactured. Yeah. What type of labor? What were the, like, you can really Pretty go. Pretty much going to be in a cave. Yeah. And that's sad yeah. that it's on everything. Stay out there swinging in the culture and have an impact that way. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, hey, and that's up, to walk daily with the Look, Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. If you like what you Christ heard in Jesus. this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.